960KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. The views and opinions expressed on 1360KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Greetings. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I'm going to begin today by reading out of Hebrews chapter 12. The Apostle Paul uh, wrote Hebrews. He wrote it anonymously because there was great, uh, you might say, prejudice against him. And so rather than cause strife and to be able, and so that he could um, present what he needed to present to the Hebrew people, he didn't use his name because many of the uh, Jewish people were, uh, especially after his conversion and even before his conversion and even after his conversion, they were suspicious of him. They weren't sure that this individual that persecuted the body of Christ could be trusted. So he had to write anonymously. Teachers, Bible teachers, have argued and debated whether or not he wrote these, uh, wrote Hebrews. Some thought it might have been Apollos. Others thought it would have been some other uh, of the other very intellectual knowledgeable Hebrew men of the time, but all of the the way in which Hebrews was presented follows the pattern of Paul's teachings. That doesn't need to be a point that uh, it's neither here nor there. But here's what he said. Now, this was directed to the Jewish people, to the Hebrew people. Uh, it was directed specifically to them because they were having a hard time making a transition out of the law, out of the teachings of Moses, out of the teachings of the prophets, out of the system that they were steeped in. They were having a very difficult time, especially the Jewish people, the Christian people, the Jewish people that were now new believers in Messiah. They were having a hard time transitioning from old thought to new thought, which was not just new thought, it was new reality. Uh, in the Bible, there are, there are what we call the uh, knowledge of the scriptures, like the knowledge, like for instance, life. Christ said that uh, uh, he was the life, he is, he is the way, the truth, and the life. 
Those are teachings. But behind the teachings, there is an experience. We, we can say, well, yes, he is the way and he is the truth and he is the life, the life. But there is an experience. We who have a experience with the Holy Spirit, we know that he is the way. It's our experience. He, it's the only way. The only way to move forward in your Christian walk is with experiences of Christ. The experience that only the Holy Spirit can give. He is the truth. Well, we know truth. And in general, you touch a hot plate and you're going to get burned. Well, you know the truth. Don't touch it. But the experience is you touch it. Now you know the truth. A burner that is red hot. Now you know the truth. Then there's a life. Well, we know Christ is life. We know he gives. We, the scripture says he gives eternal life. But not until you experience eternal life. Not until that point do you really understand life. You have the knowledge of life, the knowledge of experiences in the scripture, and then you have the experience. Paul, presenting to the Hebrew people anonymously, so they would understand that prior to Messiah's death, All that was that preceded the day of resurrection was a knowledge of something, a understanding that something new would come to the nation of Israel and to the world. They knew that Christ being born as a child was significant. They didn't understand all of it. His life, his three years of ministry, and then his being interrogated, his being inspected the night before uh, the night of the Passover, actually. He was inspected. And the priests and Rome and people that were in the audience were expecting the Lamb of God. I heard this week that, uh, or in the last 10 days, that once again, here in America, they think they have found a spotless red heifer. And the Jewish people, once again, this happened back in the 80s, the priests are coming to see if this is truly, these, these I think there are four of them, if they are spotless, no blemish. On the night of the Passover, Christ was inspected. He was inspected by Pontius Pilate, by the priests, by the Sanhedrin, and by the people that were in attendance. And they found no blemish, no spot, no nothing. He was completely blameless in every way. 
The angels could have saved him from what he would go through, but they didn't. Even he, uh, his final words were, Lord, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. If this was the will of God, the Father, so be it. He was blameless, even before he was being inspected by his Father. The holy angels were there. They were inspecting. The fallen angels, the demons, they were inspecting from the invisible world. So Paul was presenting to the Hebrew people their Messiah using history, using the promises that were given to Abraham, to Moses for the children of Israel, the promises through the prophets. Paul was very thorough in the way that he wrote the book of Hebrews. And it was to the Jewish or the Hebrew Christians. Directly to the Hebrew Christians. It was not to the Gentiles. He would write more to the Gentiles in Ephesians and the book of Romans, Colossians, but specifically to the Hebrew people so that they could realize and understand that their Messiah, he went outside of the camp, out of the old teachings and, and uh, the system that had been created through the centuries. And it was a system that would keep the Jewish people in bondage, in fear, with no hope. And Christ came out of that system, out of the, the law, which could not perfect anyone. It kept everyone. It was a, you might say it was like a, well, school teacher to keep people moving in the right direction. But it had no power. The power would come on the night of, on the day of resurrection that evening when Christ would breathe into the individuals in the room his spirit. Receive ye the Holy Spirit. And many of the Jewish people had received Christ, but they were having conflict. They were raised in a system, and in that system, they were always commanded to be righteous, to be holy, to worship God, keeping the the laws that were presented to them simply through Moses. But still, there was a fear of death. In the new, after the night of resurrection, now death, death had no power. The sting of death, the grave had no, uh, had no power. And Paul would eventually in Corinthians talk about that. He knew, he understood it. And the Hebrew people were having a hard time making a transition. It's like today, we believers are having to transition. We're having to transition, and I'm going to talk about 
the end of Hebrews in just a second. Well, let me do this. I will read, and then we'll transition into my thought. Verse 25. Well, let's go to 24. Jesus, the mediator, <clears throat> he's the agent, the go-between agent of a new covenant. Paul is trying to present to them there was an old covenant, the old promises, but now there is a new covenant. There is a, something completely new. You have to transition from what was old to the reality of what is new. You had an old experience in mind only, the knowledge, but now you're going to have an experience of a new covenant. And that new covenant on the day that you are born again, now you have the reality of a new covenant. Hebrews 24b, And to the sprinkled blood which speaks of mercy, sprinkled blood, no more would there need to be sacrifices. He's trying to break their thinking. There's no need for the sacrifices of any type of creature because there had been a one-time sacrifice forever. Never again would there need to be another sacrifice. And to the sprinkled blood, which speaks of mercy, a better and nobler and more gracious message than the blood of Abel, which cried out for vengeance. Verse 25. So see to it that you do not reject him or refuse to listen to and pay attention and heed him who speaks to you now. We are at the end of the world. I'm going to interject this. God, the Holy Spirit, is speaking to his children more now than ever before. He is speaking to his children in his family through the heavens, through the atmosphere, through the earth, through nature, through science, through technology. God is speaking to the whole world. There is a storm coming. And the children of the world, it says, are, are wiser than the children of light. They see the storm. They know what is coming. Even though they may not know Christ, they've heard of the apocalypse. They've heard of the book of Revelation. And they believe it. But the Christian people, we have built lies. And the lies that we believe are our refuge. We live in lies. We want to believe lies because lies uh, help us to, you know, there's no, psychologically there's no trouble. It's festive. It's, it's joyous. It's, you know, party. One of the big lies of the land 
one of the big lies of the age, a, a huge lie, is a matter of a pre-trib or a pre-great tribulation rapture. That lie, millions of believers have made that lie their refuge. That lie that they live in the lie that we are not going to suffer, which Christ absolutely says we will suffer. They don't, they don't believe that we are going to suffer any punishment, even sickness. No, there will be sickness in the body of Christ. Paul, he had a, an infirmity. And Christ used that infirmity so that Paul might receive more grace. I'm trying to remember, I think it was Timothy had a condition, I forget who it was, who it was a digestive problem. And Paul said, drink a little wine for digestive purposes. No, there will be, there still will be the curse of death. And part of that curse is sickness. Yes, Christ overcame all these things. And yes, we can be attacked. And we can be sick because of spiritual curses, things of this nature. And when we, when we uh, break these curses, we will be well. Is that always the case? Not always. Generally, yes. Sometimes sickness does come through demonic curse, demon, demons involved. Yes, there is that, that reality. Now, so God is speaking to the world. And Paul said in verse 25 of Hebrews, Do not reject him. Do not refuse him. Do not refuse to listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying. And the Holy Spirit is speaking through individuals who have interpreted the Bible, interpreted the Scripture clearly, clear interpretation. Then there are those, even teachers, who may believe they are presenting clear teaching but they have doctrine like, you're not going to suffer. You're not going to uh, go through a hardship. You're not going to have, uh, you're not going to, the wrath of God is not, we're not appointed to wrath. We're not appointed to wrath. But hardship, trial, tribulation, persecution will come to the children of God. Christ said, if you follow me, what happens to me is going to happen to you. They reject me, they're going to reject you. They persecute me, they're going to persecute you. You're going to have hardship in the world. There's going to be distress. You're going to have anxiety. You're going to suffer. In the world, you, these things will happen. But I'm with you. I will carry you. There are times when only when Christ must carry you because you have come to your absolute end. And he has to carry you. And then there are times when he will 
be with you. He's always with you, but you'll be you'll know that he is walking you, directing you, moving you forward, showing you your path, helping you to take the step. Then there are times when he'll t- tell you to do something and you cannot do it. The apostle Paul could not break the power of the spirit of his background, his lineage, who he was individually, his, the people that he studied under, the religion that he loved, the priesthood as a rabbi, couldn't break it. There's no way. So what had to happen? Christ had to intervene in a very powerful way. And Paul has his conversion on the road to Damascus. Sometimes that's what it takes with us. Many who are believers, you had that kind of an experience where Christ had to visit you in a profound way, where it had to shake your whole world. That's what had happened to the Apostle Paul because he could not break and he would not break and he was so fervent for Judaism. He wasn't going to be stopped. He, If he had not had that conversion, <clears throat> who knows what damage he could have <coughs> continued. <coughs> Pardon me. The continued damage and persecution of the children of God. But God had to stop it. And God did stop it. (coughs) Pardon me. Sorry. So, uh, Paul was talking in this book. He goes on. We are not going to escape. We believers in America are not going to escape what the Bible says is going to come to America. We're not going to escape what is going to come to this world. We are not going to be delivered out of here to go be with Christ. We will all at one time after the seven years of tribulation, after the tribulation of those days, then there will be a resurrection. It is called a resurrection It is not called a catching up. Well, you can say it's a catching up because it is. It is a catch. Pardon me. I really apologize. There's not going to be a hidden rapture. Don't build your life around a hidden rapture. Don't build your life around a rapture. Don't build your life around a lie that you're going to be taken out of here when hardship comes. Don't believe the lie that when Antichrist is here, we will be gone. Absolutely not. Scripture says that when Antichrist, when he declares himself to be God, the great tribulation begins. Scripture makes it clear that is when the great martyrdom of the people in the body of Christ begins. It is, it is another term for it. Nighttime has begun. Christ said, Work while it is yet day, 
Nighttime comes when no man can work. What he's referring to when the man of sin or when the Antichrist, the son of perdition, when he declares himself to be God in Jerusalem, that day, nighttime has begun. No man can work for the next three and a half years. The body of believers are going to be martyred. No man can work during that time. We hide. We are to go, we are to hide. It's as if we don't even exist. Nighttime is coming, Christians. This prophet, this prophet will tell you the truth. This prophet says nighttime is coming. Work while it is yet day. The other man in this prophetic office that will not speak what I'm telling you, don't listen to him. We are going to go through hard times. And this is why we're in the season where Christ is preparing us for that time. We'll be right back. Rick Rodriguez, Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Podcast are on 1360khnc.com. We'll be back. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial location. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565. Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service, and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. That ain't working. That's the way you do it. Money for nothing and your chicks are free. Hi, this is Jason with the Patriot Trading Group. I want to talk to you for a moment about investment. Savings is great, and everyone who listens to KHNC knows who to call. But I want to talk to you about Joey Jaquint. Give him a call at 602-909-9048. Why call Joey? Because there are ways to grow your money by investing with Joey Jaquint and Northwestern Mutual. Gold is safe, but with risk comes reward. And Joey can put your money into high-risk or low-risk products to grow your money with investing. Joey can also cover those just-in-case situations with very important life insurance policies, some of which can grow your money and be used in the future. Call Joey at 602-909-9048. Buy all the gold you can afford, but call Joey and learn how to protect and grow your money with some well-placed investments. 
Reasons to Own Gold, number 175. Universal basic income, where the government just gives people money because they won't be able to live and provide for their families because the dollar has been devalued beyond comprehension while never admitting to inflation. Prosperity never comes from the printing press. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. This is Rick Rodriguez. I'll be the host of The Present Truth, Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, New World Order, Agendas of Secret Societies, The Coming World Religion. Again, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 3. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus Okay, welcome back. Every Sunday from 9 to noon, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. Uh, the mailing address, my contact information, is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. A P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And because it's a three-hour program, there's too much content to try to absorb at one time. I have been discussing on the present truth that we have temporary memory and we have long-term memory. Temporary memory it generally takes about five times of, of, of hearing something or reading something to, on the average of about five times to get whatever it is you're reading or hearing to be put into your permanent memory. That's just the way we are. We're created. This is why in the military there's redundancy. This is why God told Moses every year you rehearse the Passover Christ rehearsed things over and over, experiences with the disciples, redundancy. Because you don't get it. You think you may be, we think that sometimes we can get it by listening to something one time. We don't. Temporary memory. You have to have it stored in permanent memory. So you have to, you, we need to hear things repeatedly. Then we get it like with children. It's repeated there's too much that I'm presenting. I go back to listen to some of the old programs. Even I don't remember some of the things that I present, which are vital, I think, or very important. But I just don't remember everything that I'm speaking. So you have the ability because of the podcasts. You can go back to the podcast for previous programs. And the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. Paul is talking to the believers in Hebrews. 
and telling them, warning them. They're not going to escape what's coming. If you don't listen and pay attention to the warnings, then there's going to be consequences. There are going to be negative sanctions on the believers. So Paul says in 25, in uh, Hebrews 12, 25c, he is warned, he has divinely instructed them on earth. He's revealed with heavenly warnings his will. Then if this was the children of Israel, he's saying, basically, then how much less shall we, we believers, shall we escape the punishments in life and in in the future after our resurrection, how much less will we escape if we reject, turn our backs on him who cautions admo- and, and admonishes us from heaven. We're being admonished from heaven. Verse 26. At Mount Sinai, his his voice shook the earth. But now he has given a promise. Yet once more, I will shake and make tremble not only the earth, but also the heavens full of stars. So, Paul was talking about his time and how his time in the the nation of Israel, the religious world, the nations in that area, he was talking about the shaking that had begun at the death of Christ and the resurrection of Christ and the shaking that was taking place then within the religious community. Everything was being shaken. What the Jewish people had at one time depended on, they were no longer, they could no longer depend on that because there was a whole new experience and plan that their God had for them and they had to transition. (coughs) They had to transition. From what was old to what is new. We in America. We Christians. We believers in the body of Christ. We have to transition. The transition begins. Not with just like moving from one home to another home. Or one job to another job. No, no. This transition is much harder. You're not going to be able to transition without the the power of the Holy Spirit. To transition from a belief that we're going to be taken out of this world before hardship comes. That big lie is too powerful. You're going to need the help of Almighty God to to believe the truth. For, For 40 years, 50 years, I'm surrounded by people. And I, at one time, up until 1980, 81... I believe that there would be, for six years of my Christian life, roughly, that I was going to be raptured. I was going to be taken out before Antichrist came. 
there was one thought that we would be taken out, removed from the world before the tribulation. A seven-year period of time before the seven years began. Then others started thinking, you know, that we're somewhat reasonable. Well, maybe we're going to be taken out just before Antichrist comes. Yeah, I can believe that. That's a, that sounds more reasonable. I might suffer a little bit, but I won't suffer at the hands of Antichrist. And then many believe that we're going to be taken out. You know, God would never allow the wrath to fall upon his children. That is true. That is true. The wrath of God that will be poured out upon the world will not occur until after the resurrection of his body. And that resurrection is after the seven years of tribulation. And right after the resurrection of the children of God to the judgment seat of Christ. See, we are just being punished here. But then we have to go to a judgment seat. We have to go stand before Christ, each one of us, alone and our book uh, and what is written about us is going to be opened and Christ is going to say well I gave you a talent and you didn't do anything with it go into outer darkness not eternally <coughs> but just temporarily for a thousand years go into outer darkness you're not going to go to the great banquet of Christ with his faithful children. You're not going to be part of that. Then to the others. That he gave five talents. And they said Lord we brought. We gained five more. Well done. You faithful servant. Take that from he that was lazy. Take his portion. It becomes your portion. You have greater glory. And authority in the kingdom to come. So we got to go to the judgment seat of Christ. The pastors of the land have not taught this teaching. They did a hundred years ago. Yeah, we're going to be tested by God on the earth. And then we're going to be also stand before Christ. And the books are going to be open. And our rewards are going to be given. What we did in this life with the flesh, with the soul, with our human nature. That's wood, hay, stubble. God's going to put fire to it. It's going to burn. But what we did under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, we build with gold, silver, precious stone, with divine nature, with redemption, and through, with transformation, that's going to stand at fire. We're going, to, we're going to suffer some loss, but we will not personally suffer eternal loss you can make lies your refuge or you can make a decision Holy Spirit there's a lot there's much I need I need to transition out of the lie but I don't know the lie until I see by your spirit what the lie is. What are the lies I believe? And then once I see the truth, the transition process begins. Paul had to make a transition and God, only God, 
God was so involved in such a great experience, this was the only way Paul could transition. He wasn't going to transition slowly out. He had It had to be a boom. It, God had to bring in the boom factor to him. Moses. The same with Moses. Now, I'll say this while I'm thinking about it. To you in this audience that have prophetic ability, you are not going to mature in your prophetic ability by being energized by your flesh, by your soul, by what you think. You prophetic people, you're going to have to transition too. And the first transition you're going to make is you're going to need, you need to go to Christ and say, Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus, where do I fit in this move of God in the world today? And especially here in northern Colorado. When prophetic people hear of a move of God, they move to that move and then they move, they try to move up. They try to move up into the position of authority in that move. I saw this happen down in Colorado Springs in the 90s and early part of this century. The move from all over the country when James Dobson moved to southern Colorado, prophetic people knew this was a move of God. And here they come. Like a vacuum, here they come, the prophetic people descending upon a move of God. And then when they get to the location, then now the scrambling, the climbing, the clawing, the flesh kicks in. Everybody wants to get up to the top. And then those that are up in the, the higher order of things, everybody is trying to grab their coattail. This is the way man does it. This is the way of the flesh. This is the way of the soul, of self, not the way of God. Another thing for the prophetic people, God's ways are stable. He doesn't change. He doesn't, for one generation, like in the Old Testament, what was good for them is not necessarily the same for us. No, exactly what the pattern was back then the paths of God, the ways of God are exactly the same today. I have some things in my thinking. I, I hesitate to say them because it's going to offend very many people. Women apostles. You're going to have to transition out of that thinking, sisters. There are no women apostles. In America, in American evangelical Christianity, it's acceptable. Because this is the way we in evangelical Christianity, this is who we are. We have made our own rules apart from the Word of God. The Word of God says, there are no women pastors or rabbis. But we, 
We change things in America. We change things in the evangelical churches. A husband-wife team of apostles. No. And even with men who believe they are apostles. I can tell you, I know a very, very, very few that even qualify for the position of apostle. For that position, there are requirements. You take the pattern of the Old Testament or of the, of the early apostles. These are the men that were with Christ. And what was it that Christ initially, what was, the, what was the, their experience? Christ gave them all of the teachings that were vital for the coming church age. The focus of Christ on these men were the, the teachings the teachings of from the time of Moses and the prophets. This is all that Christ did with these apostles. He was teacher most of the time. He was healer part of the time. He was deliverer part of the time. He was teacher all of the time. Always teaching them. Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. Taking the <clears throat> teachings of Moses and the law and the priesthood and expounding on them in, in a in a, um, a huge way, and then he finishes in chapter seven by saying what. Every man is going to build something. You better make sure your foundation, you're building on a, on a rock, that your foundation is solid. Because the Lord made it very clear. Everything that you're doing, every one of you, every one of us, is going to be shaken. The winds are going to come. Meaning the spiritual world, the forces of the fallen angels, they're going to come and shake what you're building. The rains are going to come. The demons, everything. The floods are going to come. Mankind. Christ experienced the rains, the winds, and the floods on the night of His Passover. The demonic forces, the demons fallen angels, and mankind himself. Mankind, the floods, the floods of the nations came. Okay, one hour, we're done with about one hour. We'll be back. Podcast 1360, khnc.com. KHNC, my truck broke down. I knew it was time to get a new one, and I knew there was only one place I was going to go, Steve and Mike over at the Ramsey Auto Group. So I gave them a call at 970-443-5654, and I went down to their new location at 6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. They gave me a tremendous trade-in value for my old truck, which didn't even run, and then they set me up with a new truck that I love. The process was seamless and easy. They took great care of me. Ramsey Auto Group in Greeley, 970-443-5654. Thank you.
this is Bob Cameron with Waterworks. Call or text 303-888-8891. It may not be obvious, but all water has impurities. Yes, your water has impurities. At Waterworks, we provide long-term solutions to make your water safe and ideal for as little as $25 per month. Call or text today to schedule your free water analysis. 303-888-8891. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. Of all tyrannies, a tyranny exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. C.S. Lewis Are you an expert in your field? Do you want to educate your fellow man? Or have you always just wanted to be on the radio? Here at 1360 KHNC, you can do just that by hosting your own radio show. Looking to grow your business or share your thoughts and opinions or simply bragging to your friends that you have your own radio show. For more information, call us at 970-587-5003 or email us at contact at 1360KHNC.com. Well, we're going to finish out the uh, first hour. Um, as I do, I will give you contact information. And the contact, contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872. And then uh, Longmont, Colorado, 8. 8- 0502 podcasts are 1360khnc.com like I said earlier there's temporary memory and there's permanent memory it's going to take you repeated times to remember things five times generally in the military they teach him to take apart the weapon, put the weapon back together. It takes about five times for them to get the, basically know where the components go, how do they fit. It's no different with us. Teachings of Christ, the disciples, three and a half years, teaching, teaching, teaching. Yes, he was the healer. Yes, he was the deliverer. Yes, he would cast out demons. Yes, he would rebuke the Pharisees and Sadducees. But at all times, 
He was teaching them the deep things of God the Father, the deep teachings of who He as Messiah was. He was the Messiah, the Son of Man. Then He was teaching them about what would happen after His death, about His time of trial. And He was teaching them what would come after. He was always teaching in the land today, the teachers must present clarity, the, the, the truth of the Gospels with no motive. They can't teach things so that they uh, can further their objective. They must teach the teachings of Christ the way they were presented to us. We are not to deviate from that, those teachings. If Christ said that we are going to suffer, but He will give us His grace, then we have to accept that. With the suffering, with the hardships, there will be the grace. If He says that with what will happen to us, there will have to be miracles, we have to accept that Christ will, at the appropriate time, bring give us the miracles that we need. We all need miracles. Every one of us, every believer, we need miracles. We need God's help to help us transition from point A to point B because we don't have it in ourselves to do that transition, to, to, to a transition. We are, we are bent in our personality. We are trained in our personality. We have certain uh, desires and we have to let Christ may help us with the transitions. So, in the next hour, uh, I know many will be heading to maybe their assemblies. But uh, what we, what I would ask is, go have a wonderful day, have a wonderful weekend. But remember, podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. The prophets in northern Colorado, you're going to be instructed. We'll be back. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. A solo woman climber died early Saturday trying to scale 14,000-foot-plus Capitol Peak in the Maroon Bell Snowmass Wilderness area near Aspen. An eyewitness who called the Pitkin County Sheriff's Office around 8 Saturday morning told authorities the woman had been climbing alone, falling when she grabbed a rock she didn't expect to give way. She fell almost 900 feet into the Pierre Lakes Basin at the bottom of Capitol. Rescue crews needed some seven hours to get to the woman's body and helicopter the remains out. Officials won't publicly identify the victim until her family is notified of her death.
A woman's been sentenced in Denver to more than five years in federal prison for robbing a bank, then bragging about it. Last October, then 43-year-old Georgina Jones walked into a PNC bank on Denver's North Garfield Street. She asked for a deposit slip and left. Jones returned about half an hour later, handing the deposit form to a teller after scrawling on it in these words, put all large bills into a bag with no tracers or die sticks immediately. You have 20 seconds. She got away with more than $6,200, but the very next day, undercover police were tipped off that a woman wearing the same distinctive school letter jacket Jones had been wearing during the robbery was handing out money to people at a motel on Denver's Colfax Avenue and openly declaring she had just robbed a bank. Lots of folks are hanging at the Dick's Sporting Goods Park Soccer Stadium in Commerce City this weekend with their friends in the stands and on the stage. It's the beloved jam band Fish, who performed a sold-out show last night and has another coming up tonight. The popular group spending its traditional Labor Day weekend in Colorado, and as many as 100,000 people came out Saturday for the third of four shows. Friday, even the lightning storm didn't deter the fish heads. Many say the adverse conditions just pulled them all closer together in support of their music. Again, the last concert this evening is sold out. In sports on the first major college football Saturday of the fall, the CSU Rams got belted at number 8 Michigan 51-7. Northern Colorado was stopped by Houston Baptist 46-34. Air Force ran over Northern Iowa 48-17 and Wyoming edged Tulsa 40-37 in overtime. The CU Buffs got clobbered by the Horned Frogs of TCU Friday night 38-13. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. Are you in need of video content to promote your business or nonprofit? Do you need drone footage or a professional to edit existing video? RMRnetworks.net can provide a custom solution for your project with a satisfaction guarantee. For cash savings, ask about bundling video production with radio advertising to greatly expand your organization's reach locally or statewide. Request a quote today at rmrnetworks.net forward slash video. rmrnetworks.net What's a surprising way to gain more independence? By giving up the keys. Bypass the outrageous gas prices and discover that life in the passenger seat is comfortable, affordable, stress-free, and climate-controlled. A modern fleet of in-town, door-to-door, and across-state public transit options keep you living independently while maintaining your access to necessary errands and necessary adventure. Learn what you can gain when you give up the keys at olderwiser.org. That's O-L-D-E-R-W-I-S-E-R dot O-R-G. <laughs> Hey man, pass the battle over and take a couple of hits off the My Kind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's certified THC free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com, click the shop. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. 
The complete website is TehiboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TehiboTeaClub.com. Tactical Civics is a private member organization with a mission to glorify Jesus Christ and organize we the people to enforce the U.S. Constitution. From public school districts to Congress to the U.S. federal courts, those who are supposed to serve the American people now rule us. Tactical Civics focuses on training us to fight back. America needs you. Visit tacticalcivics.com. Again, tacticalcivics.com. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Hot August night and the leaves hanging down and the grass on the ground smelling sweet. Welcome to the second hour of today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Podcasts for the programs are on 1360KHNC.com, to the podcast section at the bottom, and to the Olive Tree program. I host now the Present Truth Monday through Friday, 2 to 3, daily. The uh, programs are streamed at all times, and many of the programs are archived again on the podcast section. So I have the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry radio program, and I also have the Present Truth. Okay, I finished out the first hour by making a comment that the there is a prophetic move ordained of the Holy Spirit in northern Colorado. Christ has hidden it. It has been hidden since about twenty 
2007-2006. The reason is so that it would be protected. Protected from who? From prophets that are people that are prophetic, that that are still. Um, oh, I don't know what would the, the case that would still be. Um, they just haven't learned how to find where God has positioned them and be content with that. The nature of man is to always take the upper, upper seat. That's just the natural nature. Christ addressed the nature of these type of people. He warned them. He said, be careful. You take a position that you're not to have. And Christ is going to take somebody else who really is a nobody and remove you out of that position of honor and put that individual in that position that you were in and you're going to be humiliated. This is one of the tools that God, Christ uses with his prophetic people that are very uh, ego, uh, what do you call it, ambitious. That's the word I'm looking for. Christ will deal with the ambition of every, every member of his body. But he has to deal with the ambition of people who are prophetic. Ambition cannot be part of an uh, a individual who has been given prophetic ability. God, Christ will deal with it. You know, Moses... He's going to be Pharaoh. He's been trained in the household of Pharaoh. He's going to be Pharaoh. He's going to take the seat of Pharaoh. But there was a demotion. And the demotion was for a promotion. He had to be taken out of the how he was trained in the world out of that system, out of that training, out of the the way you don't build, we cannot build the the churches of God after the pattern of corporations. Many people who are are working and and helping build businesses, they bring that knowledge into the church, and they think that they can use those abilities to build a church. No. No, that's not the case. Christ is not going to use the pattern of corporate buildings or, or the, the corporate world in the, in the body of Christ. So, Moses had to be demoted. Paul had to be demoted. The Apostle Paul. For people that are called to higher positions of authority in the body of Christ, there has to be demotion. Even you could say Joseph, his father, Jacob, gives him a coat of 12 colors. This was a great promotion for a member of the family. This child was exceptional. This child was the child of his father. This was the favored son. 
Joseph had to be demoted. And with the demotion came hardship. Moses, with the demotion, here he's running an empire. And now he's a sheep. He's in the desert. <clears throat> no, no, none of the uh, luxuries of Egypt. No palace, no maids. His food is prepared for him. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, supper. Now he's tending sheep, tending herds in the desert. The demotion has to come so that the promotion can... can so Demotion, then promotion. With you, prophetic people, if you haven't been demoted, if you are still full of self, if you're still full of pride, if you're still arrogant, if you are somebody and you think you're somebody and you've got other people believing that you're somebody, you haven't been demoted. With the motion comes humility. Moses, he's humbled. The humility. They say he was one of the most uh, uh, humble people in the scripture. Daniel. Daniel was a very humble individual. Samuel. The great man. They had the humility of Christ. If you, prophetic people, if you don't have the humility of Christ, you haven't been demoted. And if you've been called to a position of some type of authority, you better be careful. You better be careful. There are many. I've been reading through Nehemiah. And, you know, eventually, Nehemiah, and I know that I'm speaking to those that are really familiar with the Scripture, but I'm speaking to you prophetic people. You're familiar with what I'm saying. And my word, my word to the prophetic people, if you haven't been demoted, there's no way you should be promoted. If you are in yourself, if you are full of, again, if you're arrogant, if you are somebody in your own eyes, the demotion is going to come if God has a plan for you. And many, many think that, yes, I God has a great plan for me. I am going to be whatever you think you are going to be. You may be living, like I stated in the first hour. You've made lies your refuge. Christ, it says in the book of Acts, we're positioned in the body, every one of us, as Christ desires, we be positioned. We've been placed. God is the one who places us. If we decide that we want to put ourselves in a position, be careful. Now, I was going to say about Nehemiah. Presently, the prophetic world for the most part, is just likened to Jerusalem in the time of Nehemiah. The walls are broken down. 
There's no order in the prophetic world. The people in the prophetic world make that world whatever they feel it, it should be. They want it to be as they want to build it, as they believe and perceive it to be. That's what they have done. The prophetic world, just like the, city, the, the Jerusalem, the walls are broken down. The gates have been burned. There's uh, into the prophetic world, there is many prophetic people bringing all their concepts, all their beliefs, who they think they are, what they think they are, how they believe that God has called them to this or to that. And the prophetic world, to a degree, a great degree, is a joke. No one really, everyone is, is struggling. Everyone is making moves to, to climb that prophetic ladder. It's not going to happen. That's not God's will for northern Colorado. You use what happened in southern Colorado as a pattern. That pattern cannot be repeated in northern Colorado. If you have not been demoted, prophetic people... You're not going to be promoted. And if you're going to be promoted, God will promote you. Don't promote yourself. So Moses, he's demoted. Then he's basically doing the, the basic tasks in life. But one thing about demotion, it takes you out of a dangerous world. Moses, that world became dangerous. If he'd have stayed in Egypt, he would have been murdered. He, they, they, would, they would have murdered him. You're protected when you're demoted. Demotion means protection. You're protected from what? The fallen angels, the demons, and society. With the motion comes protection. So don't think that don't. It's not all negative. When you're demoted, then you're in a place where Christ can protect you, and Christ can keep you, and He can hide you, whatever He wants to do, and He can begin to train you, and He begin. You can uh, begin to see things more clearly. You can't be promoted. Or you can't be promoted until you're demoted. Then what happens with Moses is then God appears to him. You have to let God appear to you and let God speak to you. Don't you think, don't think that, well, I believe this and I believe that and this and this and this and this. No, test it. Whatever you believe, you test it. Because the devil will speak to you just as clearly as God can. And if you don't have the discernment, you're going to be listening to the other, the other king, the little king, or yourself, or your ambition. <clears throat> Let the Holy Spirit visit you. And I know many of you have been with the Lord for 
decades prophetic people. I don't care. The principle doesn't change. Maybe you feel you had a visit from the Lord back or when, what, you know, in your experience, you think this, you think that. But go back and see. Now, the word that you received, did that word come to pass or is it still out there drifting somewhere? Maybe it was not God. You have to test it. God comes and he visits Moses. And the first thing he tells Moses is take your shoes off. That's what you've got to do, prophetic people. You're full of the dust of the world. The dust of the world is on your clothing. It's in your mind. It's in your thinking. You ooze the, the ways of the world. The thinking of the world. You ooze uh, religiousness. I, I see so many prophetic people that are so religious, it, it, I, I can't handle it. Just, they come with a, a self-humility out of the self. It's not true genuine humility. It's religious humility. Let the Holy Spirit destroy your, the, the what did Christ say in Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7 about the Pharisees and the Pharisees, they come to make a show. They want to show everybody how humble they are, how pious they are, how pu uh, sickening, and how you want to be around them and vomit because it's so sickening the way they are. Prophetic people, you have a concept about the prophets, long hair, long beard, whatever it may be. That's not, that's not relevant. I'm just saying. I'll tell you, I'll give you my testimony. When I went to California, 1974, I had long hair. I had a long beard. I was just like the world. And I went in to the assembly, and the Lord, it was marvelous. It was fantastic. I didn't think anything about my long hair and my beard. I didn't think anything of it. I went to a friend. This this young man, he had uh, he was only 20. At that time, I was 24. He was 24. But he would give haircuts to, to people. So I went to him. And I thought, well, you know, I need to have my hair cut. Because my hair was getting pretty long. It was down, not quite to my shoulders, but it was long. And I just felt like the Lord was saying, you need to get have Henry cut your hair. <coughs> Pardon me. So I went in. I, I went over on a Saturday and Henry came over actually to the brother's house. And he said, well, he said, what do you want? I said, yeah, go ahead and go ahead and uh, just cut my hair. The first thing he did is started shaving off my beard. And I sat there stunned. <clears throat> I'm thinking, well, I don't know, maybe he didn't understand. I said, give me a haircut. But he's shaving off my beard. And after about, well, I waited to think about, I was just sitting there stunned. 
15 seconds later, I said, Henry, I didn't say anything about my beard. I said, my hair. And he stopped and he said, uh, oh, oh, uh, but I had the peace of God. I said, but Henry, keep going. It wasn't my hair that Christ was after. It was my beard. Because that gave me a personality. So he cut, t- t- he shaved my beard as, as closely as he could. Then he cut my hair. So, in the prophetic world, nothing is sacred. <clears throat> there should be nothing sacred to prophetic people. But there's this thinking. The Holy Spirit has right, should have right, to everything in a, an individual's life. Okay, and with the prophetic people. Demotion, protection, then there's going to be a visit. <clears throat> Christ will visit you. And in that visit, He will tell you what He wants. Paul the Apostle, exact same principle. He's demoted. <coughs> He's demoted. Then he's promoted. With the demotion comes the protection. Then the instruction. Then the promotion will come shortly thereafter. As Christ promote, as as Christ desired, not as Paul desired, not as Moses desired, <clears throat> but as Christ desired. And where Moses leads the children of Israel out of Egypt. Christ, is, or, or the Apostle Paul, is doing the exact same thing in the book of Hebrews. He is bringing the Jewish people out of their, another Egypt, the world of religion, the world of their forefathers in the traditions of the Jews and the and the the tradi- traditions of the Jews <coughs> excuse me and the religion of the Jews of that world Moses brings the children of Israel into the wilderness so they can be Protected, prepared to take, go into, take possession of the land that God had given them. Paul is bringing the Jewish people in their concept out of the old thinking because Christ is going to bring the Jewish people and the world into a new land. Exactly the same. He's bringing 
Paul is bringing the children of Israel out of the religion of their forefathers, out of the tradition of their forefathers, into a new plan that God had for them. And it was going to, there's going to be a fight in this new land. Just like the children of Israel had to go into the, the land that God had given them, they were going to have to fight for it. Same with the new Christians. They're going to have to fight another battle, a spiritual battle. The prophetic people. Just because you're prophetic, that's just part of it. Then you have to see, okay, what is the purpose of God for our time? What is the what is the revelation? The revelation is this. We're at the end of the world. The prophets are the are the the way in which God is going to speak to the world. We are the chauffeur, shofar. We are the ones who speak. We are the ones who warn. We are the ones who direct. We are the ones who watch. We are the ones who see the evil of the land. We are the ones who are to bring the reality of God of heaven to the society to which we present him to, to, uh, to the world in which God has called us to. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez. Olive Tree Ministry will be back. Treat your ears and shake your rear with the Funky Garage Fossil Jostle Saturday nights at 8 p.m. on 1360 KHNC. You'll hear the coolest 60s garage psychedelic surf and 60s and 70s funky grooves. Tune in, turn up, and get down. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com you love wealth better than liberty, the tranquility of servitude better than the animated contest of freedom, go home from us in peace. We ask not your counsel nor your arms. Crouch down and lick the hands which feed you. May your chains be set lightly upon you, and may posterity forget that you were ever our countrymen. Samuel Adams. Are you prepared for a power outage? never be left in the dark again. Wagner Electric has proudly partnered with Generac to provide long-lasting generators for your home. We have standalone and portable generators in stock now. So give us a call for a free estimate at 970-800-3693. If you are constructing or upgrading your home, trust our expert electricians to take care of your home the first time. 
We offer services for anything from wiring an unfinished basement to wiring a newly built pole barn. Your electrical system is the heartbeat of your home. So don't risk it and give us a call today to get started at 970-800-3693 or visit us at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located off Highway 85 in Greeley at 1517 2nd Avenue. Wagner Electric sets the standard. In 1964, a 10-cent dime bought you 10 cents worth of stuff. Today, we sell this silver dime for well over $2. This silver dime will buy you the same amount as it did in 1964, and it will buy you the same amount in 2030, 2040, and well beyond. Call 800-951-0592. The Patriot Trading Group, your gold and silver experts. 800-951-0592. Hey, hey, yes, you. yes you. Be sure to listen to Fake in the Truth, where Jason and Brian will bring you social media-level fakeness Monday through Thursdays at 3 p.m. right here on KHNC 1360 AM and 1360KHNC.com. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh. Well, the second half of the second hour, I'm just making some adjustments here, so bear with me. I decided to jump from one microphone to another. I have a uh, way to, when I have to clear my throat, I, I don't have the way to do that in the, uh, in the studio. But I can do it here at the microphone, at the at the control panel. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Now continuing with what I'm presenting to the prophetic people. With the, if the Holy Spirit, all right, let me just make some adjustments here. I just want to make sure. Hmm. All right. I hope this is clear. Okay. Totally distracted. But I'll take care of the distractions right now. I was uh, saying that one of the things that the Holy Spirit begins to do with people that are prophetic is a matter of humility. And I don't mean this pious self-religious humility. I mean genuine humility. Anything that is not genuine is like uh, 
it is it is vile. Christ doesn't receive it, doesn't accept it. He didn't accept it with the religious, the pharisaical world of his time. He knew their hypocrisy. He's not going to deal, he's not going to accept the hypocrisy of these type of people. And the prophetic people, if you have not, if you don't have genuine, genuine humility, and only Christ can give you, work with you, to truly bring a humility to you that you need to have. I'm looking at, in my, as I'm considering, I'm looking at the way in which in southern Colorado, the competition of the men in the in that whole thing, and not only just the prophetic move, but the competition in all of evangelical Christianity, the whole Christian world in Colorado Springs from the, in the 90s up to the early part of this century. And there was competition, a lot of ego. There was there were people who were prophetic that were always trying to find out what other prophetic people had to say. They would take those prophetic insights and use them as their own. This is unacceptable to the Lord. He's against those who steal the words of his prophets. Always has been, he always will be. The prophetic people, they must clearly interpret doctrine. Period. They have to clearly interpret the scripture. They have to clearly ins- interpret theology and eschatology. And in the Pentecostal world, in general, it's okay to take some of the scripture, interpret it in a, in a, in a certain way. It's okay. It doesn't have to be the, doc, the real doctrines of Christ are not that important. Anybody that has that attitude has no business being in a responsible position. They have no... There's no reason they shouldn't be leaders in the church. If Christ set the example that teaching was everything, then that has to be the the foundation. Clear interpretation of Scripture, theology, eschatology. All the prophetic world concerning eschatology with Bible teachers, everyone is to speak what they sense, what they feel, then the prophetic world and others, they inspect it. I present many things from a prophetic point of view, and I'm being inspected. Many people disagree with me. It doesn't matter. It's okay. Paul said that every man has to speak so that every man's doctrine 
will be made known. And then it will be Christ who will come and approve it or disapprove. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. There are those that say there will be a pre-trib rapture, a mid-trib rapture, a multi-trib rapture. I don't. There are going to be one resurrection. I don't like the word rapture. It's misleading. There's one resurrection after the tribulation of those days according to Matthew 24. After the tribulation of those days, of those days then there will be a resurrection. Many disagree with me. In the past, I have had words starting in the 80s to pastors, pastors that I prayed with. And to be honest with them, I would tell them my position on, on things. And it was, it was very difficult for them because they didn't have the revelation that I had, but though they didn't have that revelation, it didn't mean the revelation wasn't correct. One thing I re would repeat to them, or I presented to them, was this. There will be no rapture. There will be one resurrection. Number two, America is in the Bible. We are Babylon the Great of the end of the world. There are two Babylons at the end of the world. Ancient Babylon, Iraq, which has always been, it has never been destroyed completely. The prophecies of the Babylon in the Bible that will be destroyed completely are talking about end of the world, end day Babylon, the great the final great empire in the prophetic scheme, in the prophetic, uh, prophetic plan. There would be two Babylons. One Babylon would sit in the sea of sand, a desert. The second Babylon would sit between oceans, the Atlantic Ocean, the Pacific Ocean, the Gulf of Mexico, and the Great Lakes. That's a difficult one. Without revelation, you can't see it. If God doesn't open your eyes, you won't see it. He dispenses revelation to people that want to see the truth. God is a dispenser of truth. And the truth is revealed through revelation. You don't get saved until you have a revelation that Jesus Christ is a son of God. I would present this to them. They never bought it because it's going to cost them. It's okay. I don't have a church. I have a ministry. I minister as the Holy Spirit directs me. And I minister as faithfully as I can what He directs me to minister. 
this prophet, and I don't like to I don't like to say that, but one day the Holy Spirit told me, "What are you? What have I called you to do?" Well, in my false humility, I can say, "Well, well, I, uh, uh, uh. I'm telling you today, God is not going to receive this 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 false humility of the prophetic people. You're going to speak a a honest word." And you're going to speak it clearly. And you're not going to mix it with your soul. And when you present it, you're going to present it in the proper way. You're not going to present it in a condemning way in yourself. You have to present it via the Holy Spirit. There are times when you have the holy the, the the spirit of god is upon you and you can sense the anger of god not toward his people but to, toward what satan has done to the children of god i speak many times of i see what has happened within the churches the assemblies in this country and i i'm very uh I, I see, I see the, the, uh, the anger of the Holy Spirit in what many of the pastors of this land have done to the the people in his in his in the churches in the family of God. The children in in the families of, of God, they are, they are, they've never grown. They're, they're like sheep bleeding out in the desert. I see I can I see how Christ is coming and he there is a harsh word against these men. In the body of Christ, there are those I gotta take my glasses off. There are those in the body of Christ who are not even supposed to be pastors in the land. They were not called to be pastors. They were never ordained to be pastors. Many in the positions of authority are devil worshippers. They're not even sheep. They're not of the family of God. They're from the other kingdom. They're wolves. Nobody's addressing this. Nobody has the discernment to see who these wolves are. I see these wolves in the great company of men in this country that have great that had the big ministries with uh, before he passed away with uh, Calvary Chapel. What was his name? Uh, this guy's bumping elbows with a, a great power there in Southern California that is a wolf. There are many. John uh, uh, MacArthur. These type of people are bumping elbows with with a, a great supposed Christian who's very knowledgeable about Christianity and he studies the church history and the guy's a wolf and they don't know it. My pastor, the the brother that was a a pastor that I looked up to, well, of course, but he was a good friend. And I talked to him one day about a certain individual. Oh yeah, this guy is a great man. He's He's a great brother. 
And I looked at my this brother, the, the pastor of mine, and I said, whoa, wait a minute. He didn't know this guy's not even a believer. This brother's been, since the 60s, he's been uh, ministering in California, on the beaches, in all of the, many of the assemblies, well known. He doesn't even know that the, this one individual is a wolf. So you have in the body of Christ those who were never called to positions of authority. Then there are those who have positions of authority that are wolves. And the prophets of the land, it is the men and the, the, the women, the women that, that have prophetic ability, they, wise ones, will make sure they have men around them that have prophetic ability just to make sure they're accurate. I've had, been around many prophetic sisters who they once in a while they slip into the other world in their prophetic gifting. And the ones who, who, who really deviate are the ones who do not have Seasoned, or I, I hate the word seasoned. I, I hate that word. Who have men around them that have been called to prophetic ability, that are truly called, that have the gift and the calling of God on their lives to be men who are to <clears throat> test the words of women with sisters. Because women are so... sensitive to in, in their intuitive abilities they're very very sensitive to the move of the Holy Spirit but they can also be very sensitive to the other spirit that's where they've got to be careful and men around them that have prophetic ability can see when they're slipping off into something that is not the Holy Spirit and the way you know right away if it doesn't match the scripture, it's, it's drifting. If it doesn't match scripture, they have drifted. This is why it's so vital for the prophetic people to know and interpret clearly doctrine, the teachings of Christ. And the teachings of Christ concerning who God his father was and the teachings of Christ and the prophets of the Old Testament and the apostles of the New Testament and their words concerning that pertain to the end of the world and then with the prophecies about the end of the world the uh, great prophecy is end, to, end of the world Babylon. 80 percent, 80% of the Christians in this country still to this day do not know who Babylon the Great, the great Babylon at the end of the world, they don't know who it is because the teachers in the land refuse to tell them who great Babylon of the end of the world is. 
Rick Rodriguez, the president, not the president, Olive Tree Ministry, 1360KHSC.com. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners, family-owned and operated since 1970. We use the latest non-toxic green cleaning systems and state-of-the-art tensioning units to assure a quality and consistent finish. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, from wedding gowns to sleeping bags, we do it all. For info and directions, call us at 970-775-0623. Again, 970-775-0623. At Life Choices, we are helping women and men choose life and create stable futures for their children. You can help avoid the loss of another life by going to lifechoices.org or call 303-651-2050, extension 116, and donate. Make a difference and be a part of God's work by creating a better future for kids and families. Lifechoices.org or 303-651-2050. Extension 116. Wagner Electric has the generator to meet your needs. Call now for a free estimate, 970-800-3693. We have everything from standalone generators to portable generators in stock. There is also financing available. We also have an outstanding service department that will offer anything from wiring a pole barn to wiring in new smart switches to create a smart home, as well as electrical inspections. Please call us at 970-800-3693 or visit us at our website at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley. Wagner Electric sets the standards. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now, buy it now! To buy our fine, my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com, click on the shop. Hey guys, it's Charlie Joe with Charlie Joe Chai. I went to India, I tasted real chai, I had to share the experience. Over 20 years ago, I was a barista and I went to work with an orphanage and that's where I first tasted the epiphany of flavor. We are featured in all the Ziggy's coffee shops and we're also online, charliejoechai.com. The best part is we're now helping that orphanage in India and rescuing kids from the horrors of human trafficking. Order now using coupon code KHNC for a 10% discount. Well, we're finishing the second hour of today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. The uh, contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502, podcast 1360khnc.com, every Sunday, 9 until noon. Here on 1360 KHNC, and uh, the programs are streamed on the station always, all times, always. 
I had a direction to begin with, and I have been having to kind of go another direction because there is the move that had been God's move in southern Colorado. And I know many are confused with what this matter of a move. There was a move of God in America in the early 60s and 70s. It was called the Baby Boom Generation Move of the Jesus Movement Children. That was a move of God. It was specific to America, to the, the Baby Boom Generation Children. This is how God does it. There was a move in southern Colorado, started about 1991, ended about 2000, 2003. God had to end it. It's been relocated to northern Colorado. It has been hidden. God had to hide it. From who? Prophetic people. Why? Because they can destroy things. They can interfere. They can contaminate things. Yes, prophetic people, you can contaminate the move of the Holy Spirit. You can interfere with the plan of God. Religion always will interfere with the plan of God. Self, ambition, ego, these matters. This is what happened in Southern Colorado. It was to the point where sin came in, Ted Haggard Ministries. Sin would come in, unrighteousness, unholiness, and God would have to end something. But God's moving will always continue. The movings of God at all, at all times for the last 2,000 years, His movings are upon nations, are upon people. His movings are, you never know where He's going to move. And now, the moving that was in Colorado Springs, the people there, the children of God, the Spirit is still upon them. But the what God was doing in a, in a bigger way, the moving in a, in a, for a purpose, there was movings of God with the high school children in Longmont, Colorado in 1970, late 74, early 75, 76, 77. There was a moving of God in Longmont, Colorado. There was a moving of God up in Greeley. There's a movings of God in Canada. And now there's a moving of God in northern Colorado for prophetic people. But God is going to protect it from religion, from prophetic people that are not uh, maturing, that haven't matured, that are still full of ego, that have not been humbled. True humility. Now, we're going to come back in one more for one more hour. Rick Rodriguez, Olive Tree Ministry. By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here's some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs or racist cows. Climate coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. You're listening to the roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 
Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. This summer's Colorado monsoon season's been stronger and wetter than some in the recent past, but many fire crews statewide are still on high alert this holiday weekend. Recent high temperatures, still hot forecasts, low humidity and high winds, all parts of the concern about fire at a time that danger used to drop considerably going into the fall. Now, even as summer winds down, Colorado's fire season doesn't seem to anymore. In the week to come, including and following Labor Day, temperatures are forecast to stay in the 90s, each day getting hotter, while there haven't yet been red flag fire warnings posted in the state. Just the fact more people are out and about for the holiday can be a worry, according to fire officials. In the mountains, a woman from Denver died early Saturday when she fell trying to climb Capitol Peak near Aspen. The Pitkin County Sheriff's Office got a call around 8 in the morning after someone saw that climber fall. The witness says the woman had been climbing alone and fell when she tried to grab a rock, but it gave way. The woman fell almost 900 feet. It took rescue crews nearly seven hours to reach her body in the Pierre Lakes Basin. Authorities don't plan to identify that victim till her family's no notified of her death. They remind everyone the Elk Mountains can be very dangerous, even for experienced climbers. Please be cautious wherever you're traveling this holiday weekend. The Labor Day holiday, one of the most dangerous on Colorado roads each year. The State Patrol shared some of its data the last three years, where Labor Day saw the most fatal and injury crashes, largely due to impaired driving. Memorial Day is the second most dangerous. So far this year, CDOT says 160 people have died due to DUI-related wrecks across Colorado. In sports, Saturday was the first big day of this fall's college football season. The number 8 Michigan Wolverines destroyed the CSU Rams in Ann Arbor 51-7. Air Force opened the season beating Northern Iowa's Panthers 48-17. Wyoming's Cowboys hosted the Golden Hurricane of Tulsa and Laramie, Wyoming winning 40-37 in overtime. Northern Colorado lost to Houston Baptist 46-34, and the CU Buffs played Friday night, losing big to the Southwest Conference's TCU Horned Frogs 38-13. Jim Williams. Rocky Mountain News Network. Are you in need of video content to promote your business or nonprofit? Do you need drone footage or a professional to edit existing video? RMRNetworks.net can provide a custom solution for your project with a satisfaction guarantee. For cash savings, ask about bundling video production with radio advertising to greatly expand your organization's reach locally or statewide. Request a quote today at RMRNetworks.net forward slash video. RMRnetworks.net. What's a surprising way to gain more independence? By giving up the keys. Bypass the outrageous gas prices and discover that life in the passenger seat is comfortable, affordable, stress-free, and climate-controlled. A modern fleet of in-town, door-to-door, and across-state public transit options keep you living independently while maintaining your access to necessary errands and necessary adventure. Learn what you can gain when you give up the keys at olderwiser.org. That's O-L-D-E-R-W-I-S-E-R dot O-R-G. <laughs> Come sail the Mardi Gras and have the time of your life with Cruise Planners, the easiest and best way to plan your cruise. The Mardi Gras Cruise, February 13th through 25th, is a great way to escape the noisiness of life and enjoy the ocean with amazing attractions and fun for everyone on and off the boat. Contact them at 970-578-9779 or milehighcruiseplanners.com. Again, 970-578-9779 or milehighcruiseplanners.com. Reserve your space today. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. 
need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. The one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Anita McAllister here. Medicare open enrollment is over, and it's time to talk about some money-saving solutions to help you with out-of-pocket health care costs you may be exposed to. Need a dental plan? I've got a great one for you. Call me at 970-515-6882. Are you under 65 and self-employed? I also work with Christian-based health shares. These can save an average of 35% over traditional health insurance. 970-515-6882. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. This is the third hour, and um, I finished off the first, the second segment, actually, by talking about in southern Colorado, the uh, the move that took place then ended. It ended, and uh, boy, I'm totally distracted today, but in a good way. You see, I had planned to talk about the Nehemiah. And I'm going to go back to that. In the time of Nehemiah, the walls of Jerusalem were broken down. I'm glad I got distracted. It's a good thing because God causes all things to work together for good to those that love Him, to those that are called according to the purpose, His purpose. And um, Nehemiah. He, the walls were broken down. He went, looked at, in the in night, when nobody was around, he looked and went and just did a, uh, I guess you could say, he wanted to see the damage 
to the walls in Jerusalem. In the prophetic move, the prophetic, it, this, across this country, there is a prophetic move. And in southern Colorado, as I looked at and started to investigate and just tried to find out what happened in southern Colorado in the 90s and the first part of the century, I could see and likened the move to a, like Jerusalem, the walls were broken down, the gates were burned, the enemy was coming in, the children of Israel in the city, they weren't safe. There was looting, marauders. Uh, the animals could come in through the gates. Well, the prophetic move in America, God is now going to begin to build the walls that have been broken down what the damage the enemy has done to the prophetic move throughout this country, the gates are going to be re rebuilt, the timbers are going to uh, be, uh, they're going to be fixed. Why? Because there is a plan that God had for the end time prophetic people. And that plan is to pronounce judgment on the world, on the cosmos of the devil. Well, surely that's not the case. Well, what did Moses do? When it was time for a moving of God with the children of Israel... I like that term moving better than move. Moving, God was moving at the time of Moses, preparing him for the moving that would take place to relocate the children of Israel out of Egypt into the wilderness. Then later there would be another moving of God at the right time where Moses would tell the children of Israel, okay, the time has come. You're going to relocate. You're going to move out of, you're going to leave Egypt. You're not going to wander there anymore. You're going back into your land. You're going to begin to rebuild cities. You're going to begin to take over the area that God had given you to dwell in. Paul, in the book of Hebrews, was telling the Jewish people, you were in the religion of your fathers, but Christ your Messiah is moving you into a new experience, into a new plan that was prophesied by the prophets of old throughout the Old Testament. A moving of God is taking place, Hebrew people, and you're going to leave the religion of your fathers. You're going to bring, come into the religion of your Messiah, the teachings of your Messiah, the power of your Messiah, the uh, new plan of your Messiah. But to 
move into that new plan, the old thinking, you have to transition from what was to what is. There was a transition. There was a moving, a relocating from something old to something new. Paul expounds repeatedly in different ways in the book of Hebrews about what God did with Moses, how God moved, but also how God is now has changed things through Messiah, through Christ. Uh, there is a new anchor. At one time, the law, the law given by Moses, that was the anchor for the children of Israel. But now, there is a new captain of their salvation. It is not something written. It is something alive. It is someone who is alive. Someone who is going to, by His Holy Spirit, He is going to begin to teach them in a new way, in a powerful way, the reality of the law that was written to the reality of the law that would be within. It would be a much more powerful law. And that law written within Messiah Himself as all that was in the Ark of the Covenant in reality would now be in each individual in reality and Christ within would now begin to empower them to live by a new law or a new life. It wasn't now a law but in this new life that was given to them and began to be given to the uh, humanity on the night of resurrection, a new life. In this life was a law. In this life was freedom. In this life was reality. A whole new experience. It gives them a... a uh, it's called the law of life. It is the law of eternal life. You have a, for example, the law of, in the, in the nature, you have within with the, all, the animal kingdom, there is a, there is a nature with, with uh, dogs. By nature, they just bark. By nature, they scratch. By nature, they are unruly with the new nature that we have received by receiving Jesus Christ, you have conflict in each individual. The old nature that wants to be rebellious, unlawful, unrighteous, unholy, ungodly. But then there's a new life. And the new life leans to being righteous, being holy, being kind, being Fair, a new life which is going to which is different which you, you the, the new life does what it does if you give it if you give the new life uh, the opportunity to live in you you'll become an honest individual at one time uh I tell you what, these people that don't want to work today, uh, not all, I'm not going to paint with a broad brush, 
But one of the things that will happen when, when people become believers should happen is we can no longer, the verses in Proverbs about the, the individual that are slothful, There's, there are laws. We are not as individuals to be slothful. We are, there is great, a great value in the experiences of work. Paul told, tells Timothy that men are to work with their own hands, tend to their own business. They're not to be involved in gossip. So it's the Christian at work ethic. This is what is in the scripture. People get saved that are lazy. The Holy Spirit, if they give room to the Holy Spirit to work, the Lord will not allow them to be lazy. The Lord will give them a direction to find a way where they can work with their hands that they're not going to be a weight on society, that they're not going to... uh, They have plenty of time. Use the time productively. We become productive in the kingdom of heaven. So going back to what Paul was saying, the new life is a it's a, a moving. Individually, there's a moving. Then, corporately, there's a moving. There's a moving of the Holy Spirit nationally. We're all involved. If you live in Detroit, if you live in New York, Miami, in L.A., doesn't matter where you live. There is a moving of God in this country. There is a moving of God internationally. God is always moving. In this country, the moving is with the... I, I will, because I'm an evangelical, I'll talk about the evangelical, what God is doing with the evangelical churches. He is warning them that nighttime is coming. No man can work. We are being warned as a church. You don't even have to tell Christians that Antichrist is alive or the coming Antichrist, this individual. He is mature. He has grown. He has had power. He has had authority. He has been trained. He's going to resume a position of authority very soon. And people sense that. The unbelievers sense there must be Uh, this Antichrist in Revelation chapter 13, he must be alive. They're looking to see who it is, but they sense with the talk of a cashless society. Though they don't read the Bible, they have the thought, they're out partying, they're out uh, drinking, uh, smoking, doing their drugs, whatever. But there's in these conversations with the people that don't know God, they're talking about the prophecies of the Bible. But we Christians, we don't for the most part. They do. I remember years ago, before I became a believer, uh, people talking about, you know, the 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 uh, book of Revelation, about Antichrist, about things of that nature. Uh, you know, with the Dante, and just in general, literature that was out there, always talking about the end of the world. A moving of the Holy Spirit in this country. A moving of the Holy Spirit within 
the evangelical churches. There's a moving of the Holy Spirit within the Catholic churches, within the Lutheran churches. Christ in His Holy Spirit, He as the Holy Spirit is not limited to a moving just in, you know, uh, invisibly. No. He's moving with within this society. He's moving in the Pentecostal world. He's moving in evangel or in the uh, fundamental aspect of Christianity in this country. He's moving within the messianic uh, uh, assemblies. You know the Jesus movement. Out of the Jesus movement would come forth messianic assemblies. This was the moving of the Holy Spirit. The moving of the Holy Spirit during the, the baby boom generation was with two groups of children, Jewish and Gentile, because God has a plan with both. Both are, are necessary for what is coming to this world. There's a moving in the prophetic world. The problem with the prophetic world is most people, most prophetic people, don't know how to, how would I say, it's, it, it, you get a baseball team. You get a baseball team together. You get your catcher, your first baseman. You got your pitcher, second, third, fourth, uh, shortstop. You have the left, right, center field. But let's say you bring them all into a brand new team from different teams. And these guys, they're all baseball players. They've all perfected their position, but there's a problem. They've never played together as a team. The teams that they came from, they functioned and they worked and they, they knew the other members on the team that they came from. They were used to one another. They knew what the, uh, you know, if you're a shortstop, uh, they knew how to coordinate together. But now with this brand new team, and this is where we are right now, in the prophetic world, you're getting many different prophetic people that are going to be, that are going to come, come into play together in a new moving of the Holy Spirit that come from different prophetic worlds, and they're, they're not used to playing with a new team. But you get all these baseball players together, you put them on the field, and you put them in game one. They're not going to be very successful. They've got to spend time together. They have to be, they have to work together so that they can learn each, how each individual, you know, how they, they've got to learn how to uh, flow together. In northern Colorado, prophetic people. I, now you know pockets over here, a pocket of them over here, a pocket of prophetic people here, a pocket of prophetic people there, uh, individual prophetic people. And one thing I see is, just like southern Colorado, and it, it's kind of God is working in them, there's still a lot of individualism. That's what killed and why God, the moving in southern Colorado, moving had to leave. The moving came to northern Colorado. Religion, again, is the enemy. 
and within the prophetic community, there will be ego. Whenever there's a shift within a company, and you have a, a shift in management, one of the first things that happen is the people within that shift within a corporation or within a an area of a corporation within a uh, let's say the upper management. Everybody starts bumping shoulders. Everybody starts pushing to see who's going to be, who's going to establish. That cannot happen in the kingdom of heaven. That is forbidden. God doesn't allow it. It displeases him. People that have, that have, like Moses and Paul, people that have been demoted, generally, if they're wise, they know the demotion comes from the Holy Spirit. And in the demotion, it is where Christ can speak to them and visit them, like Moses. He's in the, out in the, out in the desert. That's where God visits him. And then God gives him the instruction. Again, this is where in northern Colorado with the prophetic people that have been demoted, they'll, be, they'll have a visit with the Lord. It will be at that time that their instruction will be take off your shoes. Get everything of the world, everything that is contaminating anything that is holy, take it off. Wait. Be instructed. Then, you will be given direction. Go to Pharaoh. <clears throat> Tell Pharaoh, I have a family. My, my army. My army that is in bondage. The army of God in this northern Colorado is in bondage. The army of God needs to be free to come to serve Christ, to come to fulfill what God has requested of each and every one of you. You need to come out of Egypt. You need to come into the wilderness. It's not going to be a long time in the wilderness. You're not going to wander very long. But in the wilderness, you're going to see the mighty hand of God, you're going to see God protect you in the day with the cloud of smoke. You're going to see Him and experience His protection at night with a pillar of fire. You're going to see those that are around you that are rebellious, that are, that are fighting the move of God. The earth is going to open, them, open up and swallow them. You're going to be given everything you need to sustain you. Manna every morning is going to be available. The miracles of God, you have to have them. Uh, you're going to see there's no water. You're going to see someone smite a rock, and out of, the, out of that rock is going to come more water than you can uh, uh, need. It's going to be a river. And in the wilderness, God revealed himself clearly to those that were the parents of the children that would come into the wilderness. And the children learned the lesson. In this move, 
in northern Colorado, it is really those who are like children who have known a lot but decide, wait, there's a new transition taking place. I'm not used to this. I'm going to wait and I'm going to watch and I'm going to let God show me how to transition, what the transitioning is, where we were, and where we're headed. Then, the Lord brings, what does He bring out of the desert? Instruction as to each family and the location where that family is to reside and the wars that are going to come with each family and how the families are to work together. There are three counties in northern Colorado where the move of the Holy Spirit is residing, moving. Well County, Larimer County, Boulder County. And the prophetic people that are called to Weld County must function in Weld County. You're not to jump boundaries. Those prophetic people in Larimer County, God calls you there, that's where you're to be. Boulder County, Boulder County. The children of Israel, when they came out of the wilderness, they were all given a territory. Something that they were to do, areas that they were to, to fight for. And uh, then they were instructed to help each other. It was a collective on one hand. It was a group of families, small families, two and three on the other hand. But they all were going to begin to take over and occupy, occupy an area. In the prophetic move in the northern Colorado, it's exactly the same way. Yes, the three counties are going to work together, but the people that are prophetic must find the positions where they are to be. God does that. That's in His hand. And when you find that position, stay put. We'll be back for the final half of the hour. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Hi, this is Dana from Saddle Up Western Saddle and Tack Shop in Gilcrest, Colorado, right off Highway 85 and County Road 31. We are your one-stop equine shop. We offer saddle fittings on-site and off-site. Our motto, fit the horse, fit the rider, fit the budget. You can call us at 303-772-7821. Visit us on the web at saddleupcolorado.net. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. What are we gonna do tonight? Too much stuff to do, you ain't lying. Won't you just 
We're going to go to Spirits Music Hall. That's what we're going to do tonight. Live music, comedy, wrestling, karaoke, and more. Acts that you do not want to miss. All at Spirits Music Hall, located at 1 North Parish Avenue, right here in Johnstown, across the street from the radio station. 1360 KHNC. Get tickets and see the schedule of events at spiritsmusichall.com. That's spiritsmusichall.com. You can also buy tickets at the door during the events. Experience live local entertainment that you will love. Go to spiritsmusichall.com. Friends, if you live in northern Colorado and you're thinking about a new exterior project or if your house was hit by that hailstorm on July 27th, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'm a painting, siding, and roofing specialist, and I can help you with the storm restoration process too. Give me a call, 970-825-9305. I'd be happy to give you a free, no-obligation health assessment of the entire exterior just so you know the condition of your home, your most valuable asset. 970-825-9305 will get you taken care of. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh, when he walked. When Jesus walked. When Jesus walked. Watch my sins away. Okay, we're at the last half of the third hour. Podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. And again, one more time for my contact information, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. I... uh, in 2002, I believe it was, I gave a, a word to Mel Johnson, All Nations Church in Fort Collins, one of the, for Northern Colorado, one of the words I gave him, uh, we were Brother Mel's barbecue, we were making, he was preparing uh, barbecue, baked beans, potatoes for the menu, and I was visiting one afternoon, and I think it was a Thursday. But as we were visiting, I just had a thought. I, ju- I just said, Brother Mel, John Stalker is going to uh, retire from Resurrection Fellowship. He's, gonna, he's going to retire, and he is going to, to leave as pastor of Resurrection Fellowship. And he just kept stirring the baked beans. He says, okay, brother, okay. And I'd also said, in southern Colorado, the move of God that began with James Dobson is going to end. James Dobson is going to 
stepped down as the head of Focus on the Family, and the move in southern Colorado is over. The Holy Spirit has already lifted, and that move is done. That was like 2002, 2000, might have been 2003. I have to go back and ask him. He, he documents this. I uh, eventually end up in Las Vegas, Nevada, on a little radio station, Christian Pays You Go Station, KKVV. And one day on a Sunday meeting, I had a two-hour program on Sunday afternoon, noon to two. I was talking about rehearsing my con my conversation with Brother Pastor Mel and about Southern Colorado. And I just presented to them what I presented to you. And right in that program, the Lord said, and I told the audience in Las Vegas, and the Holy Spirit is going to relocate to Northern Colorado. That's the first time I, I didn't know where it would, I didn't know anything other than it had lifted. Christ was leaving the plan and the moving was already lifted like in Ezekiel when the spirit lifted up off of uh, Jerusalem. And I told the audience, it's going to relocate to northern Colorado. And God will hide it. Number one, he's going to hide it. He has to hide it from prophetic people. Number two, he's going to protect it, has to protect it from religion. Religion would be an enemy. Number three, eventually, people in the occult. Well, I was kind of stunned, but I knew clearly what the Lord was saying. Well, then that's all the revelation the Holy Spirit gave me up until about 2015. I believe it was 2015, I'd come back to Colorado. We'd, My wife and I were... The Lord told me when I went out to Nevada, I would be there for a while, and I enjoyed that time while we were, my wife and I were spending time from 2005 to about 2011, 2012. But I knew there would be a time when I would eventually, the Holy Spirit would relocate me from that area, from the desert, back to Colorado. I really didn't look forward to that. I really enjoyed uh, the valley, Las Vegas, that area. But I knew the time would come and sure enough, the Lord did it in 2016. It was permanent. But in about 2015, I was on a drive one day, prayer drive. I started in, I was on the way back from Cheyenne, and I stopped at uh, Wellington to get a drink, go to the restroom. And I was going to drive on down 25 toward Longmont. The Lord said, don't take the back road. I think it's I think it's road one out of Wellington into to northern Fort Collins. Take that back road. I thought, well, okay. So I, I'd never I don't think I'd been on it before, maybe I had years before, but I don't remember. 
I didn't even know how to get on it, so I just started driving west out of Wellington, and I hit a road, and I thought, well, I'll go left here. Well, it just happened to be the right road. And on that road, I'm praying. It was a prayer drive, and I'm praying. And as I'm praying, the Lord said, now, the move in northern Colorado will be in three counties. Weld County, Larimer County, Boulder County. I'm telling you how the Lord spoke to me. And I'm just driving and nodding. I'm not saying anything. I'm just nodding. Okay, okay. And in my heart I'm talking. I'm saying, okay. Then he said, in Weld County, there is great witchcraft. Powerful, powerful witchcraft. And I was just continuing to nod. But there's greater witchcraft in Larimer County. And I'm just nodding. This is how the Lord speaks to us in our personality. Each one of you, when God speaks to you, He has developed your personality in how you relate to others, how you think, what you like. It's unique just to you. And then in that uniqueness, this is how the Holy Spirit speaks to you. He speaks to you because you're unique. And you know, when he, once He begins to speak to you, once you're a believer, you get to know His voice. And as you get to know His voice, and as you let Him speak to you, and you know how He talks to you, and the you just get to know His voice. And you will not follow anyone else. My sheep hear my voice, and another, and another, they will not follow. Well, the third thing he spoke to me was, and the witchcraft in Boulder County is even more powerful. And great evil will come out of Boulder, Colorado. And uh, now I knew, okay, the move, I know the, because I didn't know if the move of God was north of I-25 or I-70. I didn't know if it meant all of northern Colorado. I didn't have an idea of what the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. But then that day, the Lord made it clear. I, 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 it's written down. It will be in these three counties, Weld, Larimer, Boulder. Great evil will come out of Boulder. Great, great evil. And then at the same time, I had been driving as I began, my wife and I began to relocate back to Colorado. I'd been driving on prayer drives and I started to realize how many new churches, new ministry or new little churches had sprung up all over northern Colorado. And I'd look at all these little churches everywhere. And the Lord said, remember what I told you on that day on the radio station on KKVV? I told you one of the enemies of the move of God would be religion, and look what has happened. And I had to shake my head. I went, whoa. Lord, I can't believe it. I can't believe all of these churches. And then the Lord asked me a question. 
Are all of these churches of me? And I just say no. He said, yeah, there are some that I instructed, but not all of them. The majority of the new churches that sprang up in northern Colorado are not of God. The men that started these churches started the churches by the will of man, by the will of the flesh, by the will of God, not by the will of, again, the will of the flesh, will of blood, and by the will of, let's see, how did the Lord phrase it? By the will of, by the will of blood, the will of the flesh, and the, oh, I have to think about it. We were born again, not by the will of man, by the will of the flesh, or by the will of blood, but by the will of God. Well, not all of these station, these ministries were started by the will of God, but by the will of the flesh, by the will of blood, by the will of man. This is what has happened in northern Colorado. I've talked about it before, but I felt today, as I was considering the program yesterday, I prepared for something completely different. I prepared to present the great empire at the end of the world, the great empire, the great enemy at the end of the world against the body of Christ, the great, great enemy, Babylon the Great. That was my program for today. But the Lord wanted me to address... And the other thing, too, on the way in, I said, Lord, you're the master of ceremonies. Chapter 1, Revelation. You're addressed a certain way. You're presenting yourself to people a certain way. You have the right to speak to your people. You are their God. You're the master of ceremonies. You're dressed for the occasion. Whatever you decide to do, that's in your hand. I have a program planned, but Lord, you are the master of ceremonies. We always allow the Holy Spirit to be the one to direct us as He desires. He is God. He purchased us. We are His servants. And that has to be a principle. And as we live in that principle, we are elated. We are, we enjoy life. We enjoy all that God is to us. So then, going back to the plan in northern Colorado. So the Lord asks me, are all these churches of me? I said, no, they're not. Because the Holy Spirit had warned me already in 2006, religion would be the enemy of the move of God. Religion was the enemy of the new church. The old religion was the enemy. What was established, God could only do so much with the Judaism of the day. It had become a system of control. It was a system where God could not be represented perfectly. It was a system of profit. 
the system in northern Colorado with these churches. Go to these men. It's a retirement opportunity. Why? Because all of the Christians, the favorite question, where do you go to church? Where do you go to church? People don't like to ask me the question, where do you go to church? Because I tell them, I don't. I have a ministry. Uh, every day, I assemble with whoever the Holy Spirit puts in my path. I have a group of friends that I fellowship with, that I'm, uh, you might say, uh, I'm part of a fabric of, of a certain group of people, family. But the thing is this, I have learned, if I go to prison, if I end up in prison, if I end up in a, a uh, isolation, by myself, solo, there will be one person there with me they cannot keep out. This has got to be your attitude. No matter where you are, David said, even if I make my bed in hell, thou art with me. Christians, you're going to have to learn how to live just with you and your Messiah. Just the two of you. Many in the prisons in Russia, in China, it was Christ and the individual. For 20 years, maybe for the rest of your life, Watchman Nee, after he was imprisoned by Mao, after, this is like in the late 40s, His sister was allowed to visit him like in 1972. He was still alive. 20 plus years later. Cannot talk about Christ. You can't pass notes. But she was allowed to visit him. And he said one thing to her. He is with me. He is with me. Meaning after all those years, he was a brilliant, brilliant man. He was involved in he was a chemist. They put him to work. But Christ, after all those years, he told his sister, he is with me. Meaning, he never, ever lost his faith. So, people ask me, who do you meet with? Well, I just tell them from here on out. I didn't even think about it. I meet with the Holy Spirit every day, daily. Daily. During the day, at night, in my bed, I wake up in the middle of the night. He is with me. I get up in the middle of the night. He'll instruct me to go read this, listen to that, whatever. I'm the most, uh, I, you know, I like to go to bed at like 10 o'clock and get up like at 7. But generally I get two or three hours and I, uh, I don't know. There is a move. There is a moving of the Holy Spirit in northern Colorado. And the moving of the Holy Spirit is with the prophetic people, with the prophetic community. That is who the moving is with. Why? Because we are the shofar of Almighty God. We are the ones who are going to announce and we are going to present 
to the churches, whether they understand it or not. We are the ones who are going to warn and we are going to give direction and we are the ones that are going to uh, pro- pronounce the coming punishments and judgments on an evil world, a world that hates Christ, a world that is godless at the right time. We're going to finish out the program in just a few minutes. We'll be back. Rick Rodriguez, All the Treant Lab Stand Ministry. Hello, I'm Devin McKenna with Play It Fun Word, your new traveling carnival. Please check us out at playitfunword.com or call to book me at 602-402-2642. I do festivals, birthdays, block parties, corporate events, kid at heart parties, summer and day camps. Anything your mind can imagine, I will do it. Play It Fun Word, the party you never had. At playitfunword.com, 602-402-2642. You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that. Lowest prices, just like that. No solicitation, just like that. Buying or selling, just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592, just like that. With costs of everything skyrocketing, including the cost of homes, cars, and education, making the need for more life insurance a necessity. Whether you're looking to purchase for the first time or you simply need to add to what you already have, I can help you. I'm Joey Jaquint with Northwestern Mutual, and we offer the best insurance plans in the country. U.S. News and World Reports just ranked us the best insurance company in the United States in 2022. From low-cost term insurance for those just starting out that start around $25 per month to our popular blended insurance that will actually pay you money at the end of the policy. You heard me right, an insurance policy that will actually pay you out if you don't use it. Why us? Because Northwestern Mutual is the best. We have plans where if you are just starting out, you can go with one of our low-cost term plans, and as you grow financially, we can switch you into a blended plan five or ten years down the road as well to increase amounts and keep up with inflation. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. The P.E. Gun Show, September 10th and 11th, will feature a motorcycle show on Sunday. Show location is the new 90,000-square-foot Premier Events Expo Center at the Greeley Mall. Sunday will feature dozens of custom motorcycles with daily firearm drawing, CCW classes, food all weekend, Buy, sell, or trade. See PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. Blue Dragon Spa in Longmont, Colorado, 1811 Hover Street, 720-680-0492. A new spa started by Steve, the Red Pill Truth Guy, and his wife, Valentina. Drop by. We offer manicure and pedicure, facial, and more. We have new state-of-the-art equipment, and we use the best materials available. Yeah, give us a call, 720-680-0492. We're at 1811 Hover Street in Longmont, Colorado. Everything very good. Just come in and try it.
Well, we're done with another program. One more time, my mailing information or contact information is P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Podcasts are on 1360khnc.com for this program, for all programs that are archived. Also, the programs for the Present Truth, which is now going to be Monday through Friday uh, here uh, from 2 to 3. Uh, I went from Monday to Thursday, now Monday through Friday, the present truth. Now, for the prophetic people, I'm going to use a prophetic term, the matter the matter of uh, Elijah and his mantle. He had a mantle that he wore. It was a, it was a cloak, something that covered him. Same with Moses, same with Daniel, eventually with, with uh, uh, the Apostle Paul. It was a matter of humility, and I mean godly humility, and not religious, pious, uh, self-humility, self which is putrid, but reality. Elijah had a mantle which was given to Elisha. Paul, Moses, De, uh, Joseph were all demoted. Demoted as a family member, had the code of colors. He was demoted, but he, become, he was promoted with Pharaoh to save his family. Moses was demoted the to be king, or the, he would be Pharaoh. He was demoted so he could lead an army of people into a desert, and then into the land where they were to reside. Paul was demoted from the great religion of the day, out of that religion, into a new experience for the people in the future, the body of Christ, the experience of those who have authority and power through a new birth, through a new life. The demotion will always come. Then in the demotion, God will speak like Moses in the, with the bush. Then there will be the promotion. Moses was promoted to deliver a family out of bondage. We are promoted so that we can deliver people around us out of the bondage of eternal fire into eternal, eternal life. This is what the authority and power that we all have. We're, we're promoted to deliver mankind from the grip of the devil into the hand, the caring hand of Almighty God. For this week, God bless this audience. God bless you. God, God bless you so richly this week that you can't handle it. We'll talk to you next week. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend. 1360khnc.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360khnc.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? 
For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, 